Welcome to BSR, where we get our friends to talk about stuff they'll probably enjoy but wouldn't have brought up themselves. BS Reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio to keep everyone here safe. The following is Rated R. We tried to shoot for PG-13, but come on, there's profanity in the title. What were you expecting? We absolutely suck at avoiding spoilers, so we're not even going to try anymore. You have been warned. Thanks for listening. We appreciate it. Hello, welcome to BSR. Tonight, talking about thank you for smoking, my uh, esteemed colleagues. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Malik. Jasmine. Isaac. And I'm Evan. Thank you for smoking is a thought-provoking movie. Yeah. Uh, Satirical. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, for sure. There's a lot oh, of satire. Very. There's solid humor. There's a lot of observation. I believe written and directed by Jason Reitman. Yes. Um, I think this was his first actual full-length feature. He has since done Juno and a couple other things. His next big one was Juno. He did like, probably another half dozen. And the one he has in production right right now is following up on his father's greatest work ghostbusters yes which will come out next year sometime we'll see how that goes yeah <laughs> ghostbusters has been having a rough time i've only ever seen the first one i never saw two that's fine you don't have to because two is just one <laughs> yeah. you're good if you saw one you saw two i don't know emotionally abusing slime was kind of fun anyway, yeah. <laughs> anyway. thank you for smoking is about who should be an unlikable protagonist He's an advocate for tobacco companies, and he's not really a lawyer. He's not really a spokesperson. He just goes around and shifts public opinion in mm -hmm. places where people are critical. He's kind of a slimy dick, but it's also Aaron Eckhart, so he's super charismatic about it. Yeah, so you I, like him. He's a you lovable do. douchebag, oh, but yeah. I kind of feel like in some ways it would have been better, but also worse if they would have cast like the guy that said inconceivable in Princess Bride. Wallace Shawn. <laughs> yeah, yes. if they would have <laughs> cast someone like that, who's obviously not a leading man, but just had that gift of gab that would change opinions but yeah Aaron Eckhart gives it high school quarterback mixed with the lead debate partner mixed mm -hmm. with a lawyer no he's yeah. got that vibe to him there's not really a super urgent plot like there are things that happen there's kind of a progression of story but it's mostly just about how this person lives their life and how his beliefs fit into what he does mm -hmm. there's a little bit of philosophy a lot of humor a lot of really strong bit performances yeah Sam Elliott does a great job in this oh, movie yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Rob Lowe has a fantastic character <laughs> mm -hmm. J.K. Simmons of course uh -huh. is an absolute yeah. master there's a bunch of great performances in this. Oh, Robert Duvall. Yeah, Robert cat. Duvall. Yeah. yeah. And for a really dialogue heavy film, you need people that can carry. Yeah. The, I feel like there was thing. one more. Oh, William H. Macy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Also, yeah. Very strong as the senator. And it wasn't boring for as much talking that was in there. Right? It's true. It, it, it kind of has a vibe good. like the West Wing or Veep or 30 Rock yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like it just keeps the comedy rolling. It, is, well, it doesn't like, necessarily there, there are points top. where like instead of exposition through dialogue, because most of it is dialogue, they have cut in sequences almost like. Like a, this is going to sound dumb, almost like the Aaron Sorkin version of a Quentin Tarantino entrance. It's, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. So it's just, you know, when he introduces the mod squad, his, they're not really co-workers, but they're people in the industry. Sympathetic so. parties. Yeah. Like the only people that he could talk about what he actually does too. As the public face of tobacco, he hangs out with the public face of guns and the public face of alcohol. Kind of feel like it's the henchman society. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not in charge of these things, but they're the ones on the ground. I wish we could see the other people in the mod squad do their work too. I yeah. really want to see what the guy from Anchorman. 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 Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I want to see him defend guns, and I want to see 
see Jamie Lynch. I want to see her try to defend alcohol. I, well, I just alcohol. think it would be a different style, but it alcohol would have been fun to awesome. see. That's all yeah. you need to say. Oh, great. Alcohol is just great. <laughs> in, the, in the whole movie, there's no smoke. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and smoking, really yeah, not a one no. light up. I feel like he could have gone after any vice, like mm-hmm. at all. Like smoking was just one thing they could talk about that was obviously a hot button issue. It could have easily been, yeah. thank you for drinking or thank you right. for shooting people in the face. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> that one's a little harder. So. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't know about that last <laughs> right. one. Right. Even if he was playing the Grim Reaper or something. I mean, it he a been, little bit is. He's yeah. got segments in there. He talks about, he flies for business. Mm-hmm. He can afford first class. He goes to coach. That's where his people are. That's where, yeah. If he can convince mm-hmm. one kid to take up smoking, he's paid for his flight. Sure. Yeah. And J.K. Simmons being like, oh, our greatest demographic is kids. You can't lose this. Well, yeah, because what smoking is like the only industry where your people die. You gotta keep well, you know, There's, there's actually kind of a beautiful moment in Dogma mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. George Carlin's the bishop is explaining that their marketing tactics in the Catholic Church, like the tobacco industry. Uh, if only we had the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good movie. That's my first Kevin Smith movie. Really? We go start. We'll do a Jersey movie run sometime. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in this one, it is kind of weirdly enough framed like an action movie, but instead of kung fu action and people make tight wire gimmicks or it's whatever, like fast talking action. Right. It's yeah. fast talking. It's rhetoric. Like there's it's little, like frame there's little debate fights. In yeah. It. And there's even the it's moment where he's off. like training his son in his mm-hmm. ways. Uh-huh. But if you swapped out the rhetoric with axe fights. Yeah. I've never seen a good axe fight movie. I need to fix that. <laughs> you watch Axe Cop. Axe Cop, Axe Cop is the never classic. made a movie. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Did you know that it was based off a novel like while you were watching it? The, yeah. the movie? Smoking? Yeah. yeah, I've read it. No, I haven't. So I was like, oh, when I was like looking into it later mm-hmm. yeah. and realized that was. That yeah, was... I watched the movie before I realized it, but it makes sense that it was based on a book. Yeah. Like it has that sort of frame to it. As the movie goes along, he does a bunch of different tricks mm. to sell tobacco. Some of the tactics that he uses, like he's stealing the frame. He controls the conversation. He introduces presuppositions with fuzzy logic. He can change the meanings of words on the fly. He has all these little specific things mm-hmm. that even if you called him out on it, it wouldn't matter because he's already changed the subject by the time you get right. there. And he explains that to his yeah. son in uh-huh. the movie mm-hmm. that, you know, we talk about the debate of chocolate versus vanilla. You say chocolate is the one thing I need to say. Well, I need more than that. Mm-hmm. More, perhaps I need more than chocolate. In fact, I need more than vanilla. <laughs> and his son says water. perfectly. Yeah, he's just that's like, not what we're arguing about. Like, you didn't prove me wrong. You didn't change my mind. I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm not talking to talk to all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of that framing, you're going for your audience, not your mm-hmm. opponent. It plays that line really well. And the fact that the movie sort of doubles around, like it could be like an anti-smoking film easily enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's more of a movie. little bit is. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's there. But as he says in the last part of that, like everyone knows smoking's dangerous. Yeah. The movie ends up being about choice. Yeah. Because at the end, I th- there was like a other ending tossed around when this was coming out that he was going to like slap a cigarette out of his kid's hand on the court steps. And that would have been the big moment or whatever. Yeah. But his big moment is saying if he wants to buy a pack, I'll buy him his first yeah. when he's legally ready. If he gets there and wants to smoke, like yeah. genuinely wants to, then mm-hmm. fine. But there's two layers of that. Obviously, he wants people to choose, but he knows he's the person that can make people want to choose things. Yeah. So he's supporting a reality where he's the person that's influencing the world. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. And then aside from the central, there's a lot of little side threads that go on. I guess it's not a little side thread with the journalist. Mm-hmm. Doesn't I mean, give, he doesn't give the interview she wants. So she just hangs out with him and sort of dates him and sleeps with him and gets all the information that way. Yeah. And it's Katie Holmes. So, yeah. so you can't I mean, him. even yeah. his ex-wife is like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Although like when it comes up, she's certainly pretty. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I noticed there is a really amazing moment of camaraderie over that though. And he walks into JK's 
Simmons' office, and uh-huh. they're both dead silent because he knows he absolutely fucked this up, and he's standing in front of his boss. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. just like, bitch, whore. <laughs> just, both yeah. like, okay, now uh-huh. that we've got that out, damage control. <laughs> right, yeah. It was really weird because you you do see him put through all these techniques, and then I was, so obviously when they first meet, and he goes, gotta buy the mortgage, like, I don't know what that is, but I was like, he probably thinks that he's got her right here. And so this mm-hmm. whole time while I'm watching it, I was like, so this is going to come back to bite him. Oh, yeah. We absolutely know it. You know, in the end, he turns it around yeah. because that's what he does. Once he's caught out and thrown against the ropes, he's like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was kind of surprising that he even let that happen. Kind yeah. of. I, I, kind I of didn't expect that, that from his character. Mm-hmm. And there was a part of me that was expecting one of those Ocean's Eleven things. It was like, oh, he wants her to report on this. Or like, mm-hmm. he's got this big plan in his back pocket. I, mean, I think a lot of it but is not just really. that he's so used to being on top of the situation. Yeah. That uh-huh. No one can screw with him. There yeah. actually is a really great scene where he is weirded out because she can pushes him down and climbs on top of him <laughs> while yeah. he's on TV. While uh-huh. he's on TV. But it takes him a second taking what the hell's happening because he's on top. And the fact that she is on top in this situation is weird to him. Like mm-hmm. Metaphorically speaking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was right before she turned the tables in the news, too. Uh-huh. So And all this is about rhetoric, too. Like, mm-hmm. In his mind, everyone knows what he does already. The metrics are there. The motivation is irrelevant for what he's doing. It doesn't matter why he's supporting the tobacco industry as he's putting out plausible rhetoric. And when he flips the table, he's like, oh, I shouldn't have had that relationship with that reporter. In that moment, all he needed yeah. to do was say that one sentence and everyone's frame and like assumptions around that thing have yeah. changed. Framing it as this was not like this attack on him or his industry or whatever, yeah. but this is unfair to my friends uh-huh. and the people who just know me. It's a beautiful frame shift. In every scene, you can see who he's talking about, like the direct objects of his sentences shift subtly as he yeah. continues his lines. The shooting was beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another one, though, I liked because I think they did a wonderful job putting Sam Elliott as a Marlboro man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I were to pick an actor, that's who yes. I would have picked. Oh Somebody God, who, yeah. but, who fits the absolute fucking image yes. of the Marlboro yes. man. Yes. exactly it. When you see him go in there and I'm like, he is not fit to play Sam Elliott like this. He just came at you with a gun in your face. I mean, which you would expect. Yeah. But anyway, as you see him convince him to take this money and it went from my dignity is not on sale to like him watching his every move <laughs> with this money and he totally dictated that situation yeah because I, i'm not gonna lie i was like okay sam elliott is about to kick your ass out of here yeah. and mm-hmm. you gonna run back to your son and be like all right we gotta peace out but that i so i did not anticipate that happening that beautiful move of opening the case and making yes. sure you dump all the so uh-huh. he sees just how much yeah. that is, is and what yes. it could do for that him impact. and then just yes. uh-huh. where that smile sam elliott has when he knows he's fucking done he's like yeah i suppose I, oh you got me well, just like <laughs> i suppose i can't denounce you for half, half of it, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and when i saw was it a star was born this last year the whole time that i'm seeing sam elliott on the screen i'm like oh it's there it's the marble man yeah what kills me of sam elliott is that he's such a good actor but no one gives him the credit because they only think about his voice he's such yeah. a great damn actor they need oh, to yeah. make a superhero movie around that man i don't know oh, god yeah <laughs> i would watch it yeah for real i'm down now there's so many fantastic little elements like rob lowe's entire character and mm-hmm. his whole world he's a part of <laughs> that like nick naylor just brushes against is incredible yeah it's when like do we do this feng shui bullshit yeah, yeah yes. it's, it's like it's the kind of energy that i think only rob lowe puts into things like uh-huh. that was a huge yeah. part of why i think he took off in parks and rec so well mm-hmm. is that like he just has a different frequency from everyone around him and it almost feels like he's playing the same character in parks and rec like some like weird 
weird shit happened in his life and he just ends up in Pawnee or something. Yeah. And for that matter, I feel like Harvey Dent is the same <laughs> yeah. character. Oh, goodness. You can't tell me y'all didn't think about that. Yeah. When he was laying in the hospital, eyes red, and I was like, why did they not? I mean, obviously this was like, they were far removed from each other. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I imagine him as Two-Face being burnt half his body. Just splash a little acid on like, his face while he's laying yeah, there. This is what happens uh-huh. when you smoke in your bed. <laughs> <laughs> right? That is exactly what I uh-huh. pictured. See, my trouble is that I saw this well before yeah. The Dark Knight. So uh-huh. when I saw oh, yeah. The Dark Knight, I'm like, oh shit, it's Nick Naylor. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Once you have that Luke Skywalker moment, you can't mm-hmm. come back yeah. from it. I had that problem trying to watch I, Frankenstein, too. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, shit. That was him, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah it was. That was I a actually, haunting I, I performance I not hate that, that he can't movie. get away from. I like that movie. That movie it was better than Van Helsing. I kind of wonder what merchandising would be for Thank You for Smoking. Cigarette with the fucking poison. A candy cigarette. But like, I used to get those all the time. For like superhero movies, there's always going to be a t-shirt. But a pack of candy cigarettes that are Sector 7s. Oh, there you go. There it is. That would work. Part of the reason that it's hard to talk about this film or make like offhanded references to it is because it's not scripted to have those kind of moments. Like everything is so smooth and he's so good in the way that they scripted his character that the references just seem like offhand things that you would say to people. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's very dialogue focused. Yeah. And if you dressed up like one of the characters from this movie for Halloween, you'd have to explain who you were. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you're just wearing a suit. Right. You'd just be a guy in a suit. You could have William H. Macy as the dumbest name for a man ever. (laughs) Or to land Finister. I still think of that guy as the shoveler speaking (laughs) from from Mr. Man. I I can't shake uh, Pleasantville. Or he's the general that got shot in stomach in Air Force One. I thought you were going to mention Jurassic Park 3. Oh, I don't talk. No, that that never happened. Oh, that's okay. a good movie. It's better <laughs> the than Lost World anyway. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut you. <laughs> Lost World is two, right? Yes. Yeah, it's two. Okay. So can I talk about something absolutely weird in this movie? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So, okay. Let's go back you to know the movie. when he, the guy who's an anchorman, the guns guy, they bring out this apple pie oh, my. with cheese on top. American And he's cheese. like, it's American. It's so, gross, but I want to try it. Yes. So it's absolutely disgusting. And I'm like, I have been told several Holy times in my life that apple pie and cheddar is a thing. And I have not believed a single person that's told me no. that. That was apple For pie and American in the movie. I, I don't know. I guess because the they American don't belong anywhere near cheese. I don't know. They I really don't eat don't. pie. So. <laughs> now, I love cheese, but I'm not putting cheese on no, the pie. No, I'm not doing it. I'm going to so, say so, the nerdiest thing ever, but a charcuterie plate is pretty good. That, okay, that's a long pause. Man, we're gonna, we're gonna, <laughs> wait, what is it? Like, yeah, that is wait, what? It's called what? A charcuterie plate. Did okay. you notice, though, when he first gets into it, girl from the alcohol place is like taking the cheese off of it, which she does. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then in the next scene that that is in, there's a whole new piece of cheese on it. And I was just like, so we've made several of them I, I was about to, say, oh, yeah. to do this again. I mean, she really wanted to try it. It wasn't in the script, but she wanted I mean, to try I'm it. I mean, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it was just like an editing thing continuity like, probably, probably yeah, yeah. No, of course. Course. I, just, I just imagine that uh, a waitress just came by so and put more cheese on the it fact, <laughs> yes the fact that they a light on cheese there but bothered me that much yeah and <laughs> i don't know it could have been just an editing just mistake like, like in cooties they cut the power to the whole school right yeah, yeah. like early on but the coke machine still works yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. yes yeah so I'm like, when they go get the, when they have to go machine. get a candy bar yeah, like the vending the machine hurt, yeah. and having worked around coke machines like you sneeze at those things funny and they stop working yes. so it's how much force you so, think you need to actually break one of those like they had chairs and stuff in there well, right like i know it would have made noise you can break it will h macy almost tried to do it and dress park like like the little girl comes oh, in and she screams because she sees him and everything like that <laughs> yeah and i'm like why did he break he it? literally was like he was like oh, come on. 
straighten in the corners and shit. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, now Take she saw you. Take her tricycle, knock her out, and then break the thing. Yeah, like, now that she saw you, all pretense of trying to be sneaky Why didn't over, he just... close the door? Why didn't he close the fucking door to the teacher's line? They literally went in there, and I'm like, you gonna shut the door? And he's like, no. Starts playing with the damn dollar. I'm like, and why is it that he went into the teacher's lounge, right? And mm. went in and started getting the candy out of the thing, right? Why did he go to the damn refrigerator first to look at his food in there? Because you know there's food in there because the people fucking came there to work. Yep. So you know they have lunch in there. Where was this shit during the cooties episode? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just thought about it. Wait, why did Dude, we, we why do did this we jump, so often? Why did you have we no jump idea. back to cooties? Yeah, What's I don't up? know. Why did we jump oh, back to Isaac? What happened? Because they said there was a continuity here. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to point that out. That, that pissed I, me I, off. I just like, thought about that. When you talk about the shit, I didn't, I thought about it, and this, I forgot it, and I thought about it. That happens yeah. a lot in movies. You just yeah. be like, why didn't you just do this? But yeah. So many reasons. So, finishing up this guy, let's go around and give like just general ratings for this. Probably give it a four and a half. It was a movie that held my attention. You guys said, even though it's four and a half out of five. Even though, like you guys said, it's a very dialogue heavy movie. Normally, movies like that bore the shit out of me, and I uh-huh. don't watch it. And I stayed in. Literally, I was watching this movie, and then it got to the part where they're at the final scene and everything. And I'm like, how much longer is in this movie? And it's over. I'm like, oh, damn, that was good. Yeah. And I do like the overall message of the movie being about choice. I'd give it a four and a half. Uh, I'd say three and a half, four yeah. for me. I'll give it a five because I loved every part of it. And Nick Naylor is like a personal hero. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you should be able to do in life. Right. Is just talk your I way would, out of I would love to be able to do sure. that. Talk yeah. your way into and out of everything you see. And I would have given it less because I feel like any movie that doesn't have some element of real immediate danger to someone is a waste of my time. But then he got mm. kidnapped and drugged. So yeah. that's a whole yeah. <laughs> I always give movies ratings based on what they were trying to do. Like, obviously, I'm going to give the Teletubbies movie like a lower rating than other people, like in terms of my sheer enjoyment. But if that Teletubbies movie does what it aimed to do, then for its own thing. And I think then this, it hit right on what mm. it was going for. Yeah. yeah. For one of a director's first films. Oh, yeah. And for yeah, to I- have a script that good, to have the actors really grok their roles i would give it a five because it is aiming exactly where it hit i'd give it i'm torn yeah i'll give it a five because it was enjoyable and like malik said the whole point is yes we all know smoking is bad and we always think the people who lobby for smoking and all the vices are bad people but it ultimately comes down to your choice you don't have to smoke you don't have to drink you don't have to get a gun it's nice that there's people that you can get if you want to but ultimately the choice is yours and as long as you know the information behind it i'm telling i'm with him i have a son i don't want him to smoke but if he gets 18 and says hey dad i want to smoke i'll be like all right you're 18 you lived in a society that you know the problems of smoking i've told you about it i told you what happened to your grandmother because of smoking i told you all this other stuff that happened to smoking if you still want to do it fine that's your business but i don't want to hear you complaining if you get like some smoke related illness so that's the way he was talking about his son he's like i'll buy his pack now i'm gonna buy a pack for him <laughs> but i'll be like yeah. you know he want to do he want to do it you know because there's a point where you're like i feel as long as you give people the right amount of information and they're old enough to make decisions then they can make their own decision if they want to do something stupid that's their fine like i know drinking isn't good but, but I know all the issues with it, but I still do it. And that's my fault if I end up getting cirrhosis of the liver or my eyeballs fall out from all the liquid in my yeah. body. Like we said, the whole point of the movie was choice. No matter how mm. slick he was talking, it was just about the choice because you don't have to believe what he's saying. And you should know that if a guy who works for the tobacco industry is talking to you about how awesome smoking is, obviously, you know, they have skin in the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I can't think of another movie that makes this kind of point this well. Yeah. Kind of art. Arguing from such an unsympathetic position. Yeah. yeah. He is tantramont to the Grim Reaper. See, Jasmine's <laughs> yeah. just like stars. That's it. I'm out. Pat's got a thesis for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for joining us. Later.
CS reactor is recorded in a socially distanced quasi-studio because it's 2020 out there and the Rona's for real. All voices, music, and mixing is done by us, all rights reserved. Contact the show on social media or our website with comments or questions. Thanks for joining us.